For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from the Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store. say what's up and say good morning but and we were on set and it was nuts so but i really did miss you guys yesterday uh good morning mary so good to see you um what a day what a day i am really really happy i've got two great guests on that are really passionate um about really just changing people's lives and you know there's so many different ways that people go about trying to change others lives whether it's motivation or inspiration or mind hacking or counseling or coaching, and we've had a lot of different guests on. Uh, this is the first time we've really had the health and wellness style expert, but that is such an important element and piece of personal development, personal growth, and so I'm really excited to get some impact. Or <laughs> I forgot how to talk. Um, <laughs> input. And just some insight on some of the different trends that are going on and just everything in health and wellness and fitness. And so I'm super stoked. Um, first things first, I want to good morning to you. Good to see you. Tanya, good to see you guys. Uh, so good to see you, Mary. Good to see you, Tia. Uh, okay. So we are going to get right in it. Actually, you know what? I want to read something first because I think it does tie into this. So I'm going to get a little biblical on you real quick. Um, I'm reading a devotional that's called Chasing Failure, and I do recommend it. But this is a story about a guy that defied all odds to make the NBA. But I want to read this to you because I think it's appropriate for right now. So somebody's waiting on you. There are so many people in this world looking for success, but the common denominator amongst all successful people is that they failed. So I decided to chase failure by looking for an NBA team. Just a reminder, this is not me. <laughs> so I decided to chase failure by looking for an NBA team that would give me a tryout. I was 99% sure that I would fail, and I was looking forward to it. I knew God had something for me on the journey, and I couldn't miss it. I had a million excuses as to why I shouldn't even try, but I had one reason that outweighed my excuses. God told me to do it. Our excuses serve as a legitimate reason why we delay our destiny, but God's word serves as a legitimate reason to overcome. It's like God packs inside of us each a unique gift and a plan. And then we spend decades wrestling with excuses why we think he's wrong. We think other people are better fit to do the thing God created us to do. But God has already given us everything we need to be who he's called us to be. So what are you waiting for? You may have the answer to that question, but here's a better question you may never know the answer to. Who's waiting on you? While you make up your mind about, about if you have enough in the tank to become who you dream of being, there's a life out there that's waiting to meet you. There's a single mother who needs your blog. There's an insecure student who needs your new clothing line. There's a lost person who needs you to speak up at your job. And there were thousands of people waiting on me to try out for an NBA team to give them permission to be who they wanted to be, and I didn't know it until I tried. I reached out to a few NBA teams to see if they let me chase failure, and sure enough, the Phoenix Suns unbelievably said yes. I would have never gotten a once-in-a-lifetime experience if I didn't stop being afraid to fail. It's amazing what can happen in your life when you believe God's word and stop being scared. 
So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great pleasure. Oh, good morning, Kim. Good morning, Smoy. Good to see you. Chica Rica, good to see you, my friend. You did a wonderful job in your speech. Hi, Melissa. Good to see you. All right, let's get this going. So ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure for me to introduce to you my friend, the one and only Kendra Holdgraf. Ladies and gentlemen, say hi to Kendra. Like now. Good morning. Hi, Joshua. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm really, really good. I'm I'm super happy. I missed everybody yesterday, and uh, I'm just really excited for this day. This is going to be an amazing day. But I agree. This is not about me. This is about you. So, Kendra, what are you grateful for today? Oh my gosh, so much to be grateful for. But I have to say, I'm most grateful for my family. And I have a three and a half year old son and he's just my heart and everything. So he would be probably my number one that I'm most grateful for. He is an adorable kid. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) I see all your posts on Facebook and uh, he's a very, very, very cute kid. Um, Thank you. So for the people that do not know Kendra, and I know that a lot of your, you know, your followers are coming over here to watch, but for those of that you, for those of you, for the people that do not know who Kendra is, tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So I am born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona, and I currently currently live in San Diego, which is where my heart is. I love it out here. And um, like I said, I have a son that's three and a half, and I'm super passionate about helping other people reach their health goals and just living like a life out loud. And I love what you said um, earlier when you were reading about excuses. And I actually wrote something last night about it, that excuses really keep us from reaching our goals and where we want to go. And so I'm just really passionate about um, just living a big life and helping others to do the same. That's awesome. Now, I remember when we first talked, I discovered that you were an esthetician. That's correct. I actually still am. So, are you, so do you tie, I know that fitness and health is a big part of your life. So do you tie in the skincare element to all of that too? Absolutely. So I do um, continue to work in the skincare industry. So I help people feel good on the outside. But what I love about the health and wellness industry is that I can help people feel good from the inside out. So it's really great to be able to just help women in general to feel better about themselves and confident and just to go out there and really live amazing lives. That's awesome. Really quick, I want to give a shout out to Tia, James, Mary, Crystal, Mary, Smoy, Rochelle, Chikarika, Tanya, Melissa. Great to see you guys. Good morning. Actually, all the Marys. I think there's like 10 Marys. Tanya, good to see you. Welcome, everybody, to Morning Gratitude. We have Kendra. Is it? It's Holgraf is how you say it, right? That's correct. I butcher everyone's last names. You and did it's it a, perfectly. This is why we should probably do show prep, but that would take the fun out of it. So what is it that, what would you say the biggest challenge that you have in what you do? What, what, what is your biggest challenge? In helping people with their health goals? Sure. Yeah, I would just say mindset, I think, is everybody's biggest challenge. Like you said earlier, excuses really keep us from where we want to be. And I hear so many excuses, whether it's uh, from money or they don't think that they can do it or They don't have the time or they're busy moms. And I totally get that because I can make excuses all the time. Um, But, you know, excuses keep us, like you said, from everything that we truly want. So if you really are looking for a health goal or changing your lifestyle, really just to think about why you want to change that and to be able to use that why to push you to be able to accomplish your goals. So. I know that we kind of, we live in a a microwave society, so fast food's really popular. Thank God I live in Little Italy and there's no Del Taco around here. Um, But, so I'm kind of forced to have to cook my meals, but a lot of people say, well, it's too expensive to eat healthy. It's too expensive to, you know, to cook and, and, you know, it's just cheaper for me to go to Del Taco or McDonald's or something like that and grab something for the kids and just go. What do you have to say about that? Absolutely. I think it's too expensive not to. I mean, you think I think health is and having a healthy lifestyle is really insurance to not having to spend money on your health later on in life, whether that be with doctors or surgeries or I mean, the epidemic with obesity and everything is so much that it's it would be really expensive not to invest in yourself and take care of your health now uh, before you actually really need it. And, you know, there's a lot of ways to eat healthy on a budget and we just find ways really to 
have a convenient lifestyle, have a healthy lifestyle where it works for you so that if time if cooking and timing is an issue, then we blend it in so that you can really reach your health goals without having to spend hours in the kitchen meal prepping. Um, so definitely make, uh, you know, um, make programs so that people can incorporate it into their everyday life. Now your transformation, and I have—I've only known you for oh my gosh, I met you right before I moved to San Diego. In fact, um, so I've known you for about five months. So I haven't—I've seen you transform a little bit, but the before and after picture that I posted yesterday, oh my gosh, what did you do to achieve those results? Like, tell us about like your the workout. Tell us about the diet you used. It's, it's incredible. Like, it is an amazing transformation. Thank you, Josh. I really appreciate that. So that picture on the left was taken probably about five years ago, and I was really at my unhealthiest. I was doing what you were saying, like just grabbing things on the go. I would grab coffee in the morning before work and whatever processed food was there, bagels, donuts. Um, I grabbed that with my coffee, and I was busy. I was stressed. I was in a job that was super stressful. Um, so I internalized that. I looked forward to happy hour at the end of the day just because it was so stressful and I wasn't taking care of myself and it showed. And it's interesting looking back at that picture because I didn't realize like how I felt. I mean, looking back, I'm like, wow, you can totally see it in the picture, but you just live your everyday life because you're used to yourself basically. And I was, I needed a wake up call and I did have a wake up call and I just changed my lifestyle. I started researching our foods, uh, what was in it. Uh, the um, clean eating and paleo was really big back then. So I started researching what does that mean? And I started learning everything about GMOs and what's in our food supply, what the FDA considers healthy. And I just, I was blown away by it. So that's actually where I started my healthy lifestyle. And I even wrote a book about clean eating because I thought everybody needs to know about this. We have no idea what we're putting into our bodies, what's in our food. We just have no idea about it. And uh, so that's really where it began. And so through that was about three years into it. Um, I was just, I changed my lifestyle, eating whole foods, eating very clean. And then about two, a year and a half, two years ago, I was introduced to nutritional cleansing. And that was such a game changer for me. So basically, it's being able to incorporate whole foods, super nutrition, and just being able to incorporate um, inter nutritionally supported intermittent fasting. So that was a component that I didn't have in my lifestyle. And that's really what made such a big difference in my life. Um, and in terms of how I felt, my energy levels, and it was just a complete game changer. So, okay, two things. You mentioned intermittent fasting, and then I want to ask you about donuts. So let's talk about intermittent fasting first. Okay, Explain perfect. for those who do not know what that is, because when people think of fasting, they think of starving themselves for a month or they think of the Daniel fast. Explain what intermittent fasting is. Absolutely. So intermittent fasting goes back. I think I'm getting some feedback here. Is that better? I don't hear it. You're, it's okay. probably your headphones. The earphones are okay? Soon, soon ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a studio, an in-house guest, and we won't have feedback. Awesome. Okay, cool. So yes, intermittent fasting is pretty amazing. It actually goes back centuries. So you mentioned the Daniel fast. I mean, you can even find uh, information about fasting in biblical times. So many different cultures around the world have used it. So actually Googling intermittent fasting, um, there's just so much information and in what it does for the body. It basically gives your body a break and a time to um, just heal itself internally and technically not eating solid food for a while can be difficult for the average person. So we have nutritionally supported intermittent fasting. So basically what that means is that you're being nutritionally supported. Uh, so you have something every hour on the hour, whether that's a cleanse drink or a supplement to be able to keep your blood sugar levels up so that you don't get hangry, so that your blood sugar levels aren't dropping. So it makes it a lot easier for the average person. And it just allows the body and supports the body to naturally detox and um, support that uh, the detoxification process, which really helps with everything from increased energy, better sleep, uh, reduction of uh, fat loss, visceral, hard visceral fat that's really difficult. That's the fat that's um, around all of your organs. So it helps with that as well. So there's so many benefits to it. 
And um, that's just that's just a really short overview of what intermittent fasting is. Wait, cool. You use H. Wait, it raises your HGH levels. Mm-hmm. My man uh, Ahmed Cooper is a is a shredded vegan, and uh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Absolutely, okay. and it helps uh, increase metabolism. It's just amazing what it does. So it's there's a lot. I could talk about it forever, but there's a lot of information on it. I'm I'm actually fascinated. Uh, the the actor Terry Crews does it. He's a big proponent for it. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, the, you know, you, I've read about it fasting in the Bible, and Dad Gummit, man, I just get hungry. I mean, so hungry, but. You're bringing some interesting points, so you've got me intrigued. So my biggest weakness on the planet is if I, within a mile of a fresh donut, I just start foaming out of the mouth like I had rabies and and have munchies at the same time. It's terrible. So what do you? Is there is there anywhere in this in this plan and your fitness routine that allows for donuts? Well, I'd have to say donuts aren't typically on the plan, but this is a lifestyle, right? I'm not going to say that you can't ever have a donut again, um, but I mean, I definitely recommend staying away from them on a general basis. But yeah, I mean, you have to find something that's going to work for your lifestyle. If you never, ever can eat a donut again, like that's not going to work for you. So we have to be <laughs> realistic here and just realize that, you know, sometimes we're going to have things like donuts every once in a while, but definitely not every day. Well, there are some now. I I think I've seen you post about certain sweets or homemade desserts and things like that that you 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 make. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. It is about balance. Like, what kind of like healthy desserts do you recommend for people? Because we are going into Christmas and the holiday season where we all eat our faces off, and you know, I mean, there's just there. What what kind of recommendations towards like balance or healthier choices for dessert? What kind of recommendations do you have for that? Absolutely. So there's always an alternative. So Christmas is coming up. So I'm going to be making gluten free vegan chocolate chip cookies with my son for um, for the holidays so that he can put out for Santa. So there's always options. I mean, you can look at. Uh, you know, Pinterest is a great place to look at alternative recipes and you can Google things like vegan recipes or gluten free, whatever fits your lifestyle. So we're basically gluten free. Um, and then I try to stay away from I don't really eat dairy, but and try to stay away from eggs as much as possible. But really, eggs. I know that sounds crazy. Just for what me, eggs do to you? Eggs are good. I don't know. I actually I like eggs for their protein and a lot of things, but for me, I typically I have tended to stay away from them a little bit recently. I just was listening to my body, and my body wasn't really into that uh, recently. So, um, yeah, my point is, and it's great. For, eggs are great. I'm not I'm not dissing eggs at all. Um, they're great for a lot of people. Just for me right now, um, that's I'm just it wasn't working for my body. So, so let me ask you something. As an esthetician, would you say that it's the, the quality of your skincare routine is better or your diet is more important? So topically, skincare or diet? Absolutely diet. Your diet, I believe, is the foundation for everything. If you're not, if you don't have a clean diet, it comes out in your skin. You can see it. And so I really believe that um, you you are what you eat, basically. So a good skincare um, regimen would, inc- you know, would include healthy eating. For sure, it makes a difference. Yeah, and staying hydrated, of course. I, you know, I'm working and working with skincare products uh, over the last several years, and even cosmetics. It amazes me the amount of money people will spend on cosmetic procedures, and then go smoke and drink and eat fried foods, and then turn around every month and go, "Oh, my skin sucks," and then go pay another fifteen hundred dollars at the esthetician or the doctor's office. It's it's so important what you feed yourself because it does. It comes out of your skin. It does, I mean, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, what I else, mean 
Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to feed off of that. I'm a huge product junkie, so I love skincare products. They absolutely work. Um, but you're right, your skin is your biggest organ. So if your body is toxic, it's naturally going to detoxify itself, and that comes out in the skin as well. So I absolutely agree with you on that. So I want to flip the script on you a little bit. When So what was it? that made you make this lifestyle choice and change? Like what happened in your life that made you go, you know what, enough of this crap. I'm I'm tired of being unhealthy. What was it? Because un- being unhealthy becomes a habit and it's just becomes something we get used to. Like you just don't pay attention when you're eating fast food every day or you're smoking every day or you're drinking every day or doing, you know, you're, it just becomes a habit and part of a routine. What is it? that made you change? At that time, I was trying to get pregnant. And to be honest, I had a miscarriage before I had my son. And it was a huge wake-up call for me. I, my life, I was really at my unhealthiest. I, Like I said, I, I felt horrible. I was in a stressful job. I was just run ragged. I felt like I was never getting ahead. I was very stressed. Before I had my miscarriage, I... Um, you know, the doctors wanted to put me on low doses of um, muscle relaxers and anti-anxiety because I was just stressed all the time. I was just, I wasn't sleeping at night. So I was literally taking like half of a Benadryl to sleep at night, which would, I would wake up foggy, obviously, and just not feeling good and then douse myself with caffeine to get through the day. And it was just the cycle that I was living in. And I was just doing whatever I could to basically survive. And I was like, man, this isn't living. Like, I feel horrible. And I didn't really realize how horrible I felt until I started feeling better because I think sometimes, like you said, it's just a habit. You get into it. And I didn't realize that. I mean, there wasn't anything healthy about my lifestyle. And I mean, I'd like to think that it was healthy. I tried, you know, I tried, I tried to cook healthy, but it wasn't at all. And I wasn't taking care of myself and it was showing up in my physical body. And so that was, I just had had enough. Like it was time to, to make a change and it's the best thing that I've best decision I've ever made. That's awesome. And I want to real shout Stephen, Ahmed, Ivan, Stephen, Tia, Mary. Great to see you guys. Thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you for joining Lorna. Good to see you. Crystal. Great to see you. Um, if you guys think that anybody could benefit from this information um, or could use coaching from Kendra, please share this video or tag them. Um, so Kendra, tell me what is your ideal client? Like and who you work with, who do you, get the most excited to help? I get the most excited to help people that are ready to make a change in their life, that are really ready and committed to changing their life. They're at that point where I was, where they're like, okay, I've had enough. I don't feel comfortable in my own skin. I don't feel the way that I know that I should. I know that there's a better way. I just don't know how to get there. And those are my ideal clients, the ones that are really ready to be like, I am committed to making this change. Uh, because it makes it so much fun and the process is so amazing to see people transform and just to live their best life. So that's really my favorite thing to do is just to help people that are ready. So a lot of times people get scared of their coach. Like we, uh, I've heard stories about people hiring their coach and they're in a gift, you know, they pay the money to work with them, but then they, they cheat or they do something maybe that the coach is going to get upset about and then they don't tell the coach or they're afraid to, or, or maybe, maybe they're just like the coach. They're just, they don't want to go to them that day. Like what kind of support is there for people that they have a coach, but they really need the accountability of a group. Like what do you, do you offer that with your coaching? Is there community? Is there like, what do you, what do you kind of services do you have outside of just the one-on-one coaching? Because as a coach, your time gets taken a lot and you only have so much time to work individually. But if it's four o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting there going, Oh my God, I want to snort donuts right now. And I can't get a hold of you. What, what kind of support is there? Absolutely. So I help people, I plug them into our private Facebook group. So it is private, but there is thousands and thousands of members on there. So it's a group of people just like you and me that are having amazing transformations. So that's full of encouragement, support. There's recipe ideas, snack ideas, tips. Um, so it's just really having that community support and feel behind it of people just in the same mindset and going after the same goals. It's just really awesome to watch. That's very cool. So what is, 
what is something that you struggle with today? Like, just just be transparent. Like, what is something that you like? You you you've had this radical shift. You've you this transformation is just amazing. You've dedicated your life to helping other people. But what is something that you personally struggle with that you have to go to a mentor for? Oh, absolutely. I have multiple mentors and coaches. I think it's so important. Mindset is something that I've really been working on in the last, um, I'd say, two years, just really changing it and being able to identify very quickly uh, when there's a negative thought or negative mindset going on so that I can change it and I don't stay in that state as long. Uh, so I'm able to really uh, recognize it and move forward quickly, whereas opposed to I would stay stuck in that uh, downstate or negative mindset for hours, days, sometimes longer than that. Uh, so now I'm able to just move forward a lot faster. But I mean, I'm human, too. I I go through the same things everybody else does. And I just work on it every single day, uh, whether it's uh podcasts, books, things that I'm reading for myself or working with mentors and coaches on as well. So yeah, just I'm in it too. I'm learning and, and growing every day. That's the thing too. And I, I, I want to stress this importance and I'm kind of getting off the subject a little bit, but you know, a lot of the people, like a lot of us that speak on stage or go, you know, have, you know, have different platforms and or coaches to other people. And I'm not a coach, but I do know a lot of coaches and I do know a lot of people that speak and, you know, they, it, it's such a natural thing when you see somebody on stage to all of a sudden put them on a pedestal. What you guys have to understand and all of us have to understand, me included, that they're not, none of us are meant to be put on a pedestal because we are human. We are flawed. We all have bad days. We all want to bite someone's nose. We all, I mean, it's just it, because life happens Absolutely. and, so it's so important that we don't idolize our mentors, but it is good to have a mentor. Your mentor doesn't have to be someone older than you. Your mentor doesn't have to be someone that is a multi-billionaire, but somebody that has been through something similar, someone that is there to hold you accountable that you trust, but is going, you're also going to allow to coach you. Absolutely. And you have to have that, but we are none of us are meant to be put on pedestals, and that is something I – this idolatry that goes on with speakers and coaches, it's bullcrap because we're all human and we're all flawed and you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. That said, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a coach and it sure as heck doesn't mean you shouldn't have a mentor because we all need them. We all need them. So Kendra, what, like, tell me, like, tell me something about, like, I know what you're doing as a coach. I know you're wanting to speak. Um, and and you, you do such a great job with your clients. I've, I've paid attention. I've seen their success stories. It's incredibly inspiring. Um, but what is a personal, maybe even selfish goal that you have for yourself in your career? A personal selfish goal. A personal selfish goal, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. I have a lot of goals, but I don't know. Hmm, good question. I... Oh, there's so many goals. So one of the goals that I have, uh, I, would, I don't know if it would be personal or selfish, but it's a little scary to admit. But one of my goals is to be able to be speaking and out in front of people, whether that be on news segments, just br- being able to bring health to people and just that gift of knowledge and how to really start having a healthier lifestyle because it can be overwhelming for people. So I'd like to be able to expand. That's like I said, that's scary for me because that's totally out of my comfort zone. And that's like a big thing to say that I want to do, but it is, it's a passion of mine to just be able to reach as many people as possible to be able to just help them in any way. I mean, if it's, Anything that I say, if it changes uh, one person's like outlook or gives them a little bit of inspiration, that really excites me. So that's that'll be that's my big goal. That's really cool. Um, so I'm going to give you a giraffe, Kendra. I'm going to give you and your son a giraffe. And a giraffe. A giraffe. Okay. You know, long neck. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to give you a giraffe. Okay. But you cannot sell it. And you cannot give it away. Okay. What are you going to do with it? Like a real giraffe. Yeah, I'm going to give you a giraffe. I I don't um I actually don't understand what you're saying. I'm going to give you a giraffe. 
Okay. I'm going to deliver a real live giraffe to your house. I'm going to put it on your front door. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? You can't oh. give it away. You cannot sell it. We're going to go on giraffe rides. Cool. Giraffes are my my son's. It's funny that you mentioned that because that's literally like his favorite animal is a giraffe. And his name is Jeffy. So he's had Jeffy the giraffe uh, since he was born and it goes everywhere with him. We have three backups, but he will only use the original one. So I'm sure that he would be thrilled to have a real live giraffe at his front door. So I'd take him on giraffe rides. Okay. So another question. Yes. A penguin. Wearing a sombrero walks into a bar. What does he say and what does he do? I have no idea. A penguin walks into a bar. Wearing a sombrero. Yep. What does he say and what does he do? He says, hola, como estas? Help me out here, Josh. Throw me, throw me a bone here. No, this one is on you. Okay, so <laughs> I these are my. I like to see where people's creative minds go. Anyway, so um, do you have any last words for the audience, Kendra? How can people find you? And what you know, piece of advice or anything? What What are your last parting words? Well, first of all, I just wanted to thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. I love watching your show, and I'm totally. Happy for you for everything that you're accomplishing and working on. So I just wanted to say thank you for having me on. And you can find me on my personal page on Kendra Holdgraf. Uh, on my cover photo, it says Fit Chick Tribe, which is a new group that I just created on Facebook. So there's not a lot of followers, but the link is on that picture. So you can go there, join the group. It's all about health, fitness, anything uh, inspirational. So that is all on there. And then I would love to offer a free 15-minute call to anybody that's watching today, I know that's a big, uh, it might have to be first come, first serve, but I would love to offer that to your guests to discuss their individual health goals um, so they can message me on my personal page or through the Fit Chick Tribe as well. I like the name, Fit Chick Tribe. I love Thank it. you. Appreciate uh, that. You better get that copy written because somebody may take it. It's really good. Thank uh, you. Kendra, you're a blessing. Oh, thanks, Josh. And, uh, you do great work. You're, I, again, I've, I've seen the testimonials. I know the work that you do. And I know that you really can help a lot of people. And I, just your personal transformation is inspiring. You're inspiring. Uh, you've got a great team around you. And I want to thank you so much for coming on Morning Gratitude with the Mayor. Thank you, Joshua. It was a pleasure. And thank you for everything you do. God bless. I'll see you soon. Sounds good. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, that was fun. What's up, Stephen? You said once again to push for Man, I love you, dude. You're the best. You're awesome, man. Tia, good to see you. I don't see your other guests, guys. I don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, so that was really interesting. Um, she really does great work. I really do try to vet guests. Sometimes I have some surprises, but... For the most part, like I really know what the quality of work she does, and she's very, very inspired, um, you know, to help people. And as you can tell, so she does a great job. So if you're having any, like, if you're needing a fitness coach or nutrition coach, I do highly recommend her. Um, I really, really do. You guys are amazing. I don't see my next guest, so we're not going to delay this any longer. If you do find value in what she said and you think someone could benefit, please share the video or tag them. Um, again, I just want to give oh – man, I'm going to get like, – like, here's the deal. I've said this before, but I cannot say it again. You guys have made this so much fun for me. Like I, I, I do this for fun. Um, but I love doing it. And yes, I have, oh my gosh, my guest is coming on. This is great. I see it. Oh yeah. We're not done yet. Never mind. We're back. He's late, but we, it's fine. I don't care. He showed up. That matters. So I'm going to tell you all the mushy stuff I was going to tell you after we're done. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited to introduce to you this guy. Um, had the pleasure of meeting him a few weeks ago. I love what he's about. Uh, very disruptive, uh, in the fitness scene. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate McGlone. Hold on, two, one. What's up, buddy? Hey, brother, what's up? 
How you doing? Oh, good. No technical difficulties. Smooth transition. This was great. How you doing, man? Good. Yeah. Sorry for being a couple minutes late. The thing was, I was uh, I was logged into um, like my, a different internet browser, so it made me go through. I'm gonna change the Christmas card on you real quick. <laughs> I, I this is so this is almost like having a studio. But um, not quite. Anyway, so Nate, uh, it's really, really good to see you. You just got back from a trip, right? Where'd you just get back from? Chicago? Chicago. Yeah. Living in uh, San Diego, California, where it's 70 every single day. And it was actually, we went through a phase where it was like 80, 90. Uh, My wife and I went to Chicago to be cold for a little bit. (laughs) I was celebrating a birthday. Her birthday's in November. So we, uh, we went to Chicago and... Eight hot dogs and pizza, and but it's fun. It was a good time. Hot dogs and pizza. We were just talking about nutrition, and you just made me hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, so, I just work out. I don't, so I'm not fat. I, I hear that. I'm going to have to go back to the gym after what I ate yesterday. Um, well, first things first. Let's do a quick reset. Nate, tell the audience what you were grateful for today. Man, I, I I love that you do this because um, it's something that I, I I need to do it more in the morning. But in the afternoon, I will sit back and just because I don't celebrate the small things as much as I should. Um, and I just go back like, hey, I'm I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my two bulldogs. I'm grateful for my mother-in-law, my family, um, my house, having clothes and having food. And like the smaller things that I don't always uh, say that I'm grateful for. And then it grounds me so that I'm not just beating and playing numbers and beating myself uh, to death of not always like trying to win, win, win. So it's, you know, some of those simple things. So tell us a little bit about um, like about yourself, like for the, the, for the, the audience that doesn't know about Nate McClellan. Give us a quick insight on what you're about, you know, where you're from and what you're wanting to accomplish. Yeah, I'm um, I was born in Huntington, West Virginia, a small town in West Virginia um, and moved to Houston, Texas. My dad got transferred, moved to Houston, Texas and uh, went to school several times, um, worked for the Houston Astros a little while and then um, moved out to California. My wife's a California girl, so moved out here. We got married, and uh, I have a studio, a fitness studio here in uh, San Diego, and uh, I am also a fitness business consultant. So I do kind of the both sides of things. I like the business side, so I, I really understand, like, how to run the business. And um, Obviously, like my background is in organizational psychology and fitness and human performance. So I merged the two and I helped other people as well. What would you say you're most passionate about? Because I've been to your, your, I've been to your fitness studio. It's incredible. Um, and it's very like if you're into functional fitness and like this is not a, this is not a 24 hour fitness where you go do machines all day. This is where you go work out and you, and you grind and you're doing you know, functional fitness. This is like to make you an elite athlete. But are you are you more passionate about molding these the, the, in creating that the, that physical elite athlete, or are you more passionate about helping people grow their business in the fitness industry? Well, I mean, I always like a new challenge. So the the fitness business world. And helping other people grow their business is obviously like something that I enjoy a lot and something that I put a lot of time and effort into recently. Um, but the fitness in itself, I'll never be able to do that. Um, that that's what my MA is in. Um, and it's funny, like that you say, um, you know, it, molding these elite athletes because being a strength and conditioning coach in major league baseball, basically that's what I do. I molded these really high level gifted athletes. But now what I primarily work with is 50 year old female. So what I do is I do female weight loss 
primarily. I mean, we might say 90%. A lot of my one-on-one clients are guys. But we'll do uh, female weight loss here in San Diego. And I take everything that I was that I learned and practiced with uh, million-dollar athletes, and I do that with like an ordinary 50-year-old female. So when, when I can see people working in different plans of motion, uh, people that are working out and, and being able to do some of these Olympic lifts and working different planes of motion, being able to be healthy, that gets, I'm happier about that than a guy that is naturally gifted. He can run around like crazy. Like, training professional athletes, you just tell them what to do and do it. But getting a uh, one that would never do some of these things in here and, um, it's a great environment. It's a great community. They can do all kinds of different things that they would never be embarrassed about. And you're not like on a platform like 24. They do a lot of good things. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of healthy people that go to 24, but a lot of people don't like the atmosphere of being like on stage when they're exercising. Come in here, they can work out with a female trainer, they can work out with a male trainer, they can work out with me. They can also be comfortable and see a progression over time and uh, do that in a safe way. So, okay, wait. So I've had, for, so is it safe? Like I've had two back surgeries and I, I really love CrossFit when I was able to do it. Shout out to Zombie Buddy Fitness. Um, I, but I haven't, I haven't been able to do it because that fast, quick, pounding movement in my back surgeries didn't really work that well together. And you're talking about working with older women, uh, you know, that may not be at their peak of health and they're probably not an elite athlete. You're saying that you love to work with them. Is it, but everything I'm seeing is like these crazy functional movements. Like how is it safe? Like what you're doing for someone that has been injured or maybe not an elite athlete or, I mean, tell me about the workouts that you're doing with these people that allow them to do, I mean, you're it's the same type of movements the elite athlete does. How does that happen? Well, I mean, when we talk about like movements that elite an elite athlete does, so without getting too like complicated, there's like duration, intensity. Um, you know, there's there's so many different variables that we can. I love the bulldog. We we could just do an interview with the bulldog. Yeah, he's just hanging out by the door. <laughs> So it's reps, rest, intensity, duration, all these different things. And then there's different. There you go. Pierre and Louie are watching from home right now. <laughs> I love the underbite. So when you look at exercises, like from the outside, they might look somewhat similar because you're using a bar or you're using a rig or you're not using a machine. Of course, like if you have a, a major back injury, a major knee injury, something where uh, you're not ready to to do Olympic, right? We're going to progress you at a different rate. And we're getting, there's a million different ways to skin a cat. That. Like you can do, there's progression for every single exercise. So if we're looking, I, I don't really like to think about working particular muscle groups. More than I like change emotion. So no matter what we're doing, there's a progression of whatever exercise we do. Right. And we can do that with the actual, how hard the exercise is, how intense the exercise is, meaning like we can do different weights, the rest in between sets and reps, the duration, so the time they actually exercise. So all those different things we take into account. And I do that through a few different analysis before they ever even exercise. So okay. That's a, what you do when you come here. It's like I sit down and I'll talk to someone from there. And they, they might just want to go exercise, but I got to get to know them. I got to see them move. I got to see them stand there. I got to see them walk across the room, do some walking lunges, something like that. all body weight stuff and get some baselines of body fat and weight and get to know them, what they like, their history. And we put that all in a, into a program. So, yeah, it might look like if you just look at some of the stuff, it might look intimidating. 
But when I see someone come in and do a pull-up with some bands, or if I see someone do a deadlift with um, some bumper plates or use some ropes, it's so cool because that's getting their um, their intensities up. And when their intensity is up, that's when they're going to see really good results. Whereas if you're on a machine and you're just moving your leg and you're texting on your phone, you're looking around, you're listening to music, like it's, you know, you might get a little bit out of that. But, you know, we leave the phones at home, we run around, we do all kinds of stuff, and, like, that's where you're going to start seeing really big results. So how do you feel about nutritional supplements like pre-workout, um, testosterone supplements, creatine? Like, what is your feeling about all that stuff, incorporating it into your style of workouts? Yeah. I mean, I coming from Major League Baseball, like, we couldn't even say the word testosterone. I mean, we probably could, but they would come and, and blood test. Not not in MLB. MLB, the, um, the union is pretty strong, but in minor league baseball, they would literally come in and drug test us, uh, blood, and then um, urine analysis all the time, too. But um, I don't really know. Like, when you start messing with hormone levels and you start messing with, um, and I'll just blanket the word as steroids, um, right. I know enough about it i know the hga is uh, pretty common but i just i don't know enough about it and i know that it can really mess up the hormone um so i like to do everything naturally i um i know there's some really good supplement companies out there i won't even plug any of them because i'm not fully associated with anyone sure. but um pre-workouts like First, we've got to figure out, like, why are you tired? Like, if you need a pre-workout, like, so why are you tired? Like, why do you need a pre-workout? And then we're looking at sleep. We're looking at stress. We're looking at sleep hygiene. We're looking at your routine going into your sleep compared to your routine when you wake up. And all these different things that are in place besides let's just get you up and get you to work out because that's never – you're just putting a Band-Aid on the problem. Now – I do think a good carb to protein mix after a workout, there's some good s- stuff that you need uh, to speed up protein synthesis and glyconeogenesis and all these things will help you. Um, but for the most part, I like to just have a good, well-balanced, clean diet that helps people hit their goals in a manner that they can do over a long period of time. They're just not FDA approved. They're not approved by a lot of people. And I'm not anti-supplement. I just think that um, you got to watch what you do. And if you can get it from nutrition first, you have timing. And then if you need to supplement like a protein shake or if you need a little pre-workout, my, I'll drink a little coffee. But, um, I mean, I've, I've taken every supplement in the world, like as far as pre-workouts and proteins and BCAAs and all that. And, you know. I think in my age, I just kind of tried to do it natural. Seems like that's the best bet. I mean, that crap gets so expensive too. Uh, I know you get 200 bucks and you just, like once you stop taking it, you know, I don't know. For me, I, I would rather just kind of eat naturally. Sure. What? So tell me, what, what's the biggest struggle that you have to overcome in your industry? Like, what do you, do you understand what I mean? Like, what do you have to, what do you face in day in, day out that, 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 that's a battle for you with whether it's your clients, the industry? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I mean, I'll start with the industry. I think the industry, the, there's a very low barrier of entry. So it just makes the, the diverse, I mean, diversity in a uh, diversity meaning like, the level of trainers that you could get are just all over the place. Like sure. you could literally be a personal trainer by the end of the week. If you really wanted to go online and just get an online certification. Seriously. I mean, if you, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Um, I, my bat, well, my CSCS certified strength conditioning, certified strength conditioning. Specialist. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you have to have a bachelor's degree just to take that certification. So oh. that 
that vets some people where you're at least have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. And then that way you have a certain level of education. I'm not saying that you have to have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree or a PhD to be a really good trainer. Cause there's a ton of great trainers out there that, that got like a certain certification and they've trained a lot of people and they made a really good living and they changed a lot of lives. However, there are uh, trainers out there and I don't know. I really don't know the answer. I was talking to um, a guy the other day that owns a certification company and um, I don't know what the answer is, um, but maybe make the test harder. I don't know. But the, the bear entry is kind of crazy. And then so you get a wide range of um, just opinions. So it's not peer. I mean, the thing that I learned in grad school is like the level of peer reviews and the level of evidence in which you have when you show any type of when when you talk about any type of subject. So, you know, articles and actual testing and things that, you know, like actual facts about what you're talking about. Um, So when I talk about like if you ask me a question about supplements or anything, I the only thing I can really go off of is research. So I try to back it up by fact. And, um, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm kind of ranting, but I, it's that's where I come from. I, I just think the barrier entry is kind of low. And um, knowledge is king no matter how you get it. Okay. So when if someone's looking for a trainer or a strength coach or, you know, what kind of advice can you give? Like, or what are the right questions to ask? the the trainer or the fitness coach before you hire them because the money that everyone you know we only have have so much money and we can spend it on the gym we can spend it on supplements we can spend it on food we can spend it on vacation or kids whatever Starbucks what but the problem is when we a lot of people when we buy we read marketing and that's how we make our buying decisions that's actually the worst thing for you to read <laughs> period whether you're buying skincare or a supplement these companies know how to market to, to play with your psyche, your psyche to get you to buy. But we're not told the right questions to ask people, like how you identify what the best product is, how you identify what's going to be best for you. No one ever teaches you that stuff. So when trying to hire someone like yourself, what are the right, what are the questions that the audience would need to ask to be able to determine the right coach for them? Yeah, I mean, you got to find um, a trainer that has humility. So there's someone that would actually turn somebody down. Right. Because I like someone that will be like, look, I don't do that. Like, I really – because if a, a 14-year-old female soccer player came in and said, hey, I want you to get me ready for this new thing, I'd say this probably isn't 100% the best place for you. I'd love to train you. I'd love to do some one-on-one. I actually specialize in athletes, but it's not really my niche. And right. uh, if if you could get someone to actually tell you the truth, that'd be great. But not to beat around the, the bush, I would say, I mean, results are always number one. Um, as long as they have some type of reputation, some type of um, like actual – um, testimonies and things of that sort where they've, they've, they've done what you're wanting to do and you can see results in the past of doing that. Um, right. of course I would love to lead with education. I think education's with high on the board because, you know, when I talk about planes of motion, I talk about exercises and I talk about these things. It's because, um, when you look at the body, it's different from I'm going to lift a weight and I'm going to build my biceps to, if you take 0.08 grams of protein one hour before you exercise and, and this three to one carb to protein mix after you exercise, like, and if you're above your lactic th- acid threshold and you have a three to one rest to work ratio, like all these things, if you know all that stuff, you can maximize the performance that you get out of someone, which will maximize the results. But you gotta know your energy systems, you gotta know work to rest ratios, you gotta know how much they weigh, you gotta know how much they eat, and all that stuff comes into play when you're building the perfect system to get the perfect results. Wow. It's not just exercises. Anybody can Google exercises, but 
that is where I put education. Then you got results and then you got to have a great relationship with that person. Because if you don't like the person and, or if they don't like you, you're probably not going to see very much results. You're paying to go hang out with this person like three hours a week. So <laughs> you got to have a little bit of a personality. Rentafriend.com. Um, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, so what advice? Okay. So I, I, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, so tell me like, what, what last words do you have for the audience? Like what, like tell like, what is it that, you know, What's tell, actually no? Let me back up. What service is it that you're offering for other gym owners and people in the fitness industry? Yeah, I mean, so the difference between what I provide and what um, I'm not the only person out there that that does this, but for the majority, what I see is that uh, a lot of the business coaches don't have the exercise science background, so. I at first, like when I go into a gym, I don't step on people's toes. I automatically just give them the benefit of the doubt that they know how to train people. That's their specialty. But if they want to dig into that stuff, I will talk about it all day, every day. So having that background of being able to train people, be able to periodize a program for someone, that might just that helps with the packaging, it helps with the pricing, it helps with results, it helps with acquisition, it helps with retention. It helps all the way along the way. So I can dig into that. That's really a, that's my number one specialty. But so I go in and I help with acquisition and I help with retention. I don't make it too difficult. Two-step program. You're either acquiring um, clients or you're retaining clients. And if not, they leave. But it's setting up programs. It's setting up lead generation. It's how to get as many clients as you can on tap coming into the door. It's systems and automation to get them into the door where you don't need to do everything by hand. It's it's the programs in which they uh, come in once they hit the door, what forms they fill out, how they do their sales techniques, and every single step along the way. So I've perfected what I've done with many gyms before I opened my own studio. I've perfected that in a membership site. We do one-on-one consulting. We have a group uh, Facebook page. And um, the one-on-one personal touch, when I can sit there and talk to them about their business, is where we really dig into, if there's any holes in the bucket, we're going to fill that up and make sure that everyone sees results and stays as uh, long-term clients. Love it, man. So do you have any last words for the audience? No, I mean, just have fun, you know, like I think that there's everybody is so serious nowadays. And it's like, look, let's just like let loose a little bit. Like everybody's so uptight about everything that's going on. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of knowledge out there. Um, I think that if you live in a world of abundance, the scarcity mindset will, will kill you. Um, there's so many things that are positive out there that you can enjoy and um, just love life, you know? Awesome, man. Well, do me a favor. Make sure you plug your websites in the, um, in the comment section so people know how to find you. Nate, my man, uh, happy holidays. Thank you so much for joining the show today. And uh, I'll see you very soon, man. Awesome, Josh. I appreciate it. You guys have a good day and uh, we'll continue to watch the show. God bless, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining the show. I just wanted to give a shout out to all of you. Thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you guys so much for watching all the shares, the likes, comments, all that stuff means so much to me. You guys really make this fun. Uh, thank you again. And uh, you guys have the best day possible. Listen, if you guys, um, shoot, man, if you see this is the holidays, a lot of people are hurting. A lot of people are broken and, you know, they're in need of love, they're in need of support, like anything that you can do to be a help and a benefit to other people, even if it's something small, if it's a word of encouragement, if it's a hug, a kiss, um, anything like that at all, anything that you can do to, to be a light to someone else, do it. This is a dark time for a lot of people. 
And, you know, you may just be the change that they need. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be big. It's, it's a lot of times it's the small things. It's the little glimpse of hope that you can offer. It's the word of encouragement. It's the <laughs> slap on the butt, like, good job, whatever. But you guys can be that. We all can be that. We all have light in us that is meant for other people. Um, but God bless you guys so much. Tomorrow, I'm uh, I'm really excited about tomorrow's show. I have uh, two really special people uh, in my life that are going to be joining. And uh, it's just going to be, uh, I'm really excited. So I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific. And uh, you guys have a blessed day. Bye-bye. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch from the Home Depot. Now, three bags for just nine bucks. It protects your plants beautifully and maintains its color for up to 12 months in shades of red, brown, or black that really set off your garden, not to mention your spring. Bring on spring color with Vigoro Colored Bark Mulch. Three bags, nine bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 60 per customer. Color selection varies by store.